Hello there. This is Wale Olulano, the presiding apostle of Harmony Christian Ministries. I'm happy that you can join us today in our podcast. I pray today's message will encourage, edify, and illuminate your heart, wherever your circumstances may be. Please relax and enjoy. Somebody shout hallelujah. I want to take my reading from two passages. First, Luke 22. Luke 22, I'll read from verse 16. The Bible says, if I read from verse 14, Luke 22 from verse 14. The Bible says, when the hour had come, he sat down and the 12 apostles with him. When the hour had come. I want us to know that this morning indicates a turnaround. Amen. Amen. You know, you set an appointment for something. And when the hour comes, the alarm goes off or something goes off. I believe that this morning there is a signal in the spirit that devil you lost the battle. In the name of Jesus. Because the hour had come. Amen. Not only in HCC, across the land, the church of God is marching stronger. Can I have a better amen, people? I know even with a face mask on, I can see hear you louder. The Bible says in verse 15, then he said to them, when the hour comes, God always speak. There is a word coming out to somebody today. He said, with fervent desire, I've desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it's fulfilled in the kingdom of God. What Jesus is saying is that there is a plan and a preparation I put it in place. Because I know time has come. And I'm putting things in place, you know, when you need to travel. You begin to put things in place. You book your tickets. You pack your luggage and all that. Because you know I am traveling tomorrow morning. When the hour comes, you check in online. I'm looking so much to check in online, my God. <laughs> See, like, it feels like I've not even flown before. And that's the feeling I wanted to get this morning. When time comes, and the title of my message this morning is the homecoming praise. When time comes for you to travel to somewhere you love or you arrive at that place, there is a feeling of homecoming. There is a joy of, wow, I've arrived. You know, you can't see anything wrong because you are home. This morning, the church of God is marching on. Amen. And whether you are at home there or you are here with us in, at home in Concord House, we want to say that it's a new day. Amen. Jesus Christ, knowing fully well that he is going home to the Father. He is going to the Father. And he also knows it's not about him. It's about you and I. He knows that until you and I come home with him. In other words, come out of darkness, come out of pain, come out of loss. And unless you do that, his journey is not complete. Are you following this now? Until you are delivered from the hands and the bondage of sin and sicknesses. Jesus Christ knew that the price he paid on the cross is not going to be complete until you are saved. So he put in place something that can give you a license against sicknesses and sin and disease. So the homecoming praise is possible because of the price he paid. 
And the moment you are out of that and you take the communion, which we are going to do later on, until we encounter that experience which Christ paid for us. We have no authority over Satan. But because Jesus Christ did it, we can come home. We can know we are at home. We can exercise the victory of people at home. I want to say welcome to everyone who is in Concord House physically this morning. And I pray that the joy of the Lord will never depart from you. In the name of Jesus. And for everyone who is still on the way, thank God for all the effort you had to go through to book. I mean, I was thinking, God, why do I need to book to go to church? But my dear friends, this phase will pass. Amen. It will pass. And I thank God. We are not going to allow the devil to discourage us. Amen. My second reading is from Psalm 122. And I'm going to link both together in a minute. Psalm 122. And we read from verse 1. It says, I was glad when they said to me, it's time for everybody to come home. <laughs> I was glad. It's not only the pastor, and I thank God for everyone. The armies that were with me throughout the four or five months of lockdown. The people who came to church every week. The people who came to church every week to prepare the choir to make sure that we have awesome worship. The media that ensure that you could watch us from home. Above all, the office staff that ensure that everything was put in place. Come on, celebrate them in the house there. Say thank you, Jesus, for all the backroom staff. Everyone who ensured that week after week, we could say we have a home. Even though we have not yet arrived there yet. Just like we have not yet gone to the Father above, but we can have an encounter of home here. Some people made that happen. Some people made it happen for us to be able to book online. For us to be able to come to a safe environment. Some people made it happen. It's not a pastor. It's the people that met and had plans and put things in place. Checked out policies. They paid the price. Some people went into the hospitals to ensure that when people were sick, they have an hospital to go to. Some people were there to pick up the calls in the night. Some people did all that. That's why we cannot ignore the fact that the reason we have a home to come to is because some people got home ready. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's a price that Jesus paid. So when we take the communion today, our homecoming praise is based upon the price on the cost on the cross of Calvary. And on the, on the earthly side, on the physical side, the reason we have a Concord House to still be celebrated in, to rejoice in, and everybody wants to come there. I've had a lot of people say, you know, we want to just do this program, do this program during this time. You know, we, know we have had things still going on, and things are well put in place. In your, because some people made it already. So why we appreciate human beings? We appreciate Jesus Christ, who gave us a home to come to. So we can say, Daddy, we are home. Just in prayer. We have a home to go to. I was glad when they said unto me, let's go. You know, the thing about this is, it's not about you go, I don't need to go. Let's go. My dear friends, it's time for us to go to the house of the Lord in company. It's been good. In the time where we can just sit at home and just watch it and that's fine. If we have no other thing and we can't do any otherwise. But when the opportunity is available, Said, I was glad that the opportunity is there. We can go to the house of the Lord. I think about two Sundays ago, my daughter and Jeremy, they went to a shop after service. They went to just pick up something. 
And uh, somebody saw them in the shop. He saw them. He noticed that these guys are coming from church, from the way they dressed. He said, hey, guys, you guys coming from church? He said, oh, yeah. Where's the church that's open? I must come there. I want us to know there are many people who desire to come home. And the devil can't stop you. In the name of Jesus. And he says, our feet have been standing. Look at that. Within your gates. May your feet stand. In the name of Jesus. Earlier on in the, in, the, in the lockdown, I think it was in June. Earlier in June, I preached a message. After this, I will still be standing. Are you standing? Are you standing? I give God all the glory. You are standing. Your household is standing. Your children are standing. After this, it will not be my cops. It will not be my cops. I will be standing. The church of God will be standing. Your business shall stand. It said our feet are standing within your gates. I love this scripture. Our feet, not our dead body. Our feet are standing. Your feet shall stand in the name of Jesus. He said our feet are standing within. Now watch this. We are standing within, not outside. My dear friends, I want to encourage you. If nothing is wrong with you and you can make it down to church, let your feet stand within the court. Why? Pastor, why? Tell me why. I want to show you. Because God told us why. He said Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. What is the saying? To have something compact together means every part of it is complete. Did you see that? It's compact. It's a unit. When you see something compact, if you take out something out of it, it's no longer compact. It becomes weak. And I want you to understand, my friends, we are not complete without you. <laughs> You've got to make it back home. You've got to understand that Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. Your presence, your prayers, your input are necessary in Jerusalem. It says here, why? That's where the tribes go up. Can you see that? The tribes go there. See, the background to this story is that the Israelites, they didn't go to church every Sunday like this, like we do back in those days. They traveled to only one spot three times a year. And so, there is a longing in everybody's heart. Oh, when are we going to travel down? When are we going to go? So, when it's time to travel to Jerusalem, everybody is looking forward to it. So, it's like a period of a lockdown. That now they are free. They don't take it for granted. They don't just assume, oh, well, we're just going... You know, when you don't celebrate what you have, you don't see the value in it. He says all the tribes. That's to tell you, this is not one tribe. So there's not one person coming to church. All the tribes, your household, my household, everybody come from wherever. 
Amen. All the tribes come together. And they troop to Jerusalem. I love this. All the tribes go up there. He says what happened? The tribes of the Lord. You are washed by the blood. You are so special to God. Don't see yourself outside. Don't say, you know what, I do church on my own. The Bible tells you that all the tribes make the Jerusalem relevant. It's not just I hear the message anyway. There is something that hearing the message now leads to. If I eat food into my system, my muzzle is built, okay? Stuff happening in my body. But then I now need to use the muzzle for work. So when I, when I receive the word of God, I now need to use it to build city, Jerusalem city, the city of God. That's why they come together. Jerusalem is a place of worship and it's a place of authority. Watch what he says. I'm going to round up in a minute. He said, there the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, to the testimony of Israel, to give thanks. You see that? To give thanks to the name of the Lord. When we gather, we gather to give thanks. Thank God for the testimony we're able to take this morning. We gather to give thanks. We gather to celebrate God. I know the first day really, you know, everybody's not too sure sometimes. But I thank God for the leaders that have been coming for months. That have set an example. That when we come to this Jerusalem, we can worship. Amen. We can lift our hands. We can praise. But I know for some of us, and for some people are still watching, you are thinking, oh, can I really worship with the face? Yes, you can. You can do anything with it. You just can't eat with it. <laughs> That's why, you see, people don't need a mask when they go to restaurants. So my wife asked, he said, is there a different kind of virus in the restaurant that is not anywhere else? That's to tell you this thing is in the head. There are people who are okay to go to a party, but they come, they lock down for church. See? That's what you're going to see. You're going to see, and that's where you need to pray. Because the enemy will not let you see what is, the, what is wrong in the mindset. We must fulfill all righteousness. Must come to the house of the Lord. As long as the policy says, use the mask, use the mask. But praise God. The last thing that the devil is interested in you having your freedom is in worship. So why would you let the enemy tell you, okay now, you think he's ever going to tell you time to worship? Never. Never. He said the tribes go there to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For thrones are set there for judgments. There is something that comes, that happens when the body of Christ comes together. You can, you can pray at home like you have been praying. You can decree at home as you have been decreed. But when the church of God comes together, you cannot defeat the fact that where God said, I've commanded my blessing. It is the Shekinah glory of God that comes. It's the throne of David as he put it in this passage. And we decree a thing because we are the government of God. He says to us to pray 
for the peace of Jerusalem. To pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Why? He said, when you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you prosper. He said, may they prosper that love you. So why are you praying, Lord, prosper me? Prosper. He said, are you praying for peace? You are not the instrument that is bringing trouble. You are believing God that God across the land touched the heart of your people to draw back to you, to yearn for the house of God. For the sake of my brethren and companions, I will now say peace within you. And something that is important about this day, friends, the focus shifts from I, I, me, me to us. Do you understand that? The focus shifts from me, God protect me, protect my house. Then it shifts to us. You now think about the corporate building of the body. Why? Because there the Lord commands his blessing. The zeal you have put into surviving by yourself. Put it into the building of the house of the Lord. That's exactly what it says. Because that is the wisdom of God. That's, where, that's why Christ died not just for one person. He died for the sins of the world. To build the church. And when the church, when the survivor, when the peace of the church is in your heart. God knows I can trust things. One of the testimonies is Ajoko was speaking earlier on. That we trust God that this is a time for God to raise kingdom minded businesses. People who God can trust money into their hands. It's good to, to have good things. But don't have good things at the expense of a good God. I round it up. He said, because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. So now you can see Jesus Christ in the passage that we started with. As we take the communion in a minute. So Jesus Christ said, it is not about me. I have lived a life without sin. I have followed the will of my father. I have obeyed him in all things he asked me to do. But I have come for the sake of a people that are much, much more than this. So the Bible says, for God so loved the world. He paid the price for the coming together of a family. The family of God. That's why the communion we're having today, it must be with a sense of togetherness. Building the city of God. A city that had been pulled out. We have to understand it's in time now for God to bring it back home. I was glad. When they said unto me, let's go to the... He didn't say, oh, let's go to my new house. The house of the Lord must bring you gladness. Today, many of us have seen each other for the first time. In over four months. I well, thank God that we have not gathered at your graveside. Amen. I thank God I will see you again too. Amen. Some of you couldn't make it down today. We must understand this. That nothing must change the narrative of how you worship God. You take control. 
You tell. That's why Jesus Christ, he had reasons to back out, but he realized, I promised the Father. I'm going to serve him. My friends won't change how I worship. My circumstances won't change how I worship. Some little thing happened to me this morning. I said, you are a joke. Whatever happens, I'm going to church. I've got to get to church. You've got to get to a point in your life where the house of the Lord will be more important. I'm telling you this. Let it be what you prioritize above your feelings, above your, above whatever it is. If you do that, God knows this one is building for me. Let your homecoming be filled with praise. Let it be filled with the determination that I am glad because they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. So Father, we thank you for this moment. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the price that you paid on the cross. You gave your life for us. You died so that we may live. I thank you because when you knew the hour had come, you prepared the way for us to come in. So that our homecoming will be with victory. Our homecoming will be with acceptance. Without sin, without blemish. I ask that there will be a protection over your house. HCC and all our friends are connected to us. None of us will lose our job. Anyone who is between job right now, anyone who has been followed, anyone who's left out, we pray an opening. In the name of Jesus, you step into a place that God has prepared for you. In Jesus' name, we thank God for the testimonies we have received and the ones we will yet receive. That the remaining part of this year will be filled with testimonies. Testimonies and testimonies. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. We'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message. Please do call us on plus 44 208-597-3110. Or you visit our website on www.hccenter.org.uk. May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you till we meet again. God bless you.